every single Wednesday, I do one very special thing in my classroom. But I only do this on Wednesdays. And I only do it with a very particular part of my class. What is that thing? Well, it's something that you can easily try in your classroom as well, regardless of whether you teach elementary school, middle school, or high school. This one thing could be a game changer for you and your students. It's easy to implement. It costs zero dollars. It is so fun. It will create clapping. And here's the best part. I guarantee it will increase how well students are actually performing on their assignments and it will increase their organizational efforts. If you are curious what this one thing is and how you can implement it in your classroom, then you are absolutely going to love this episode. Now, before we get into the details, I want to give a shout out to the listener of the week who gave a five-star review to this podcast and said, awesome stuff. Monica takes the average teacher and gives ideas to take it to the next level. If you want to motivate your students, yourself, and your surroundings, keep listening. Thanks for sharing your ideas with us. I can tell I've already improved. What? Thank you so much for that. Awesome five-star review left by the listener of the week by his grace. WWL was your screen name. I appreciate that so much. You guys, if you haven't subscribed to the This Teacher Life podcast, I want you to know that in the year 2023, I am packing so many ideas, so much motivation, and so much fun into really short and sweet episodes. Do not forget to click follow slash subscribe so these episodes are downloaded every single Sunday into your app so you are ready for some audio awesome on your commute to work every single Monday. Let's get into this one idea that is going to have you crossing the finish line of your classroom. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. On Wednesdays, I wear tennis shoes. Now, I'm going to be honest, that's not the whole idea. If you're like, are you serious, girl? That's that's the teacher strategy. That's the game-changing thing. You wear tennis shoes. Well, I do. That's That's actually truth. I wear tennis shoes every single Wednesday. But I wear those for a specific reason. Because on Wednesdays, I sprint around the room as fast as I possibly can to collect my students' papers. I only do this on Wednesday. 
I only do it for a very specific assignment, but I set a timer and I fly through my classroom like Superwoman meets the Screaming Eagle at Six Flags meets just chaos and excitement and clapping. Because my goal is to sprint and collect all 19 or all 22 or all 18 papers from all of my classes of students. Students love this. I love this. And there are multiple specific reasons why I do this. And I want to unpack all of those reasons and talk about how they can absolutely be game changers for your classroom as well. So let's unpack some of the reasons why I do this and why this works. In fact, I dedicated an entire chapter in my very first book called Game Changers. I dedicated an entire chapter to this. Now, I wrote that book almost 10 years ago, and you know it's a good teacher strategy when 10 years later, you're still doing it. This is a strategy that I get pictures, I get videos, I am tagged on Instagram reels or tagged in TikTok videos because other teachers are trying this and they are loving it and their kids are going wild for it and they're like, go figure. The paper collection race totally works. So let's start with why I am doing this. It all started truly out of frustration because I found that kids weren't completing work. I found that there were tons and tons of no-name papers when I would collect things. I found that there was not always awesome effort on every single assignment. I noticed that kids would forget to bring the assignment or they would lose their original copy. I noticed that there were just lots of issues when it came down to kids actually being responsible students. And this frustrated me. If I'm being honest, I'm like, dang, it's not that hard to put your name on a paper. Dang, it's not that hard when it says to show your work, to actually show your work. Dang, it's not that hard to like have a folder and keep that assignment in the folder. And I know that you've had those frustrations as well. But sometimes it's hard for us to see like, well, for a student, it is hard. For a student who's not motivated, why does this even matter? For a student who doesn't care, what's the incentive? And so the paper collection race literally takes care of all of those. I do this only once a week. I do this for my quack questions. And if you're wondering what my quack questions are, uh, I have a whole chapter in the book Game Changers called Quack Attacks. Um, and it is a strategy that I use as a bell ringer. We'll save that for you to dive into reading Game Changers. Or maybe you're going to be a part of my upcoming Game Changers course in February. But it doesn't matter what assignment you pick. But pick one pretty standard assignment that comes up a lot. Maybe it's a review kind of assignment. Maybe it's your weekly bell ringer assignment. But pick an assignment. And if you're like, girl, we go all digital. We are a Chromebook-based or non-paper-based school district. Well, I believe that every once in a while, kids should be doing something pencil paper. So if you are completely digital, 
pick one thing that could be easily transformed back to pencil paper and start printing that. I want you to physically collect something from kids because we still have to teach organizational skills. I don't know about you, but if I go to a meeting for teachers, there's often still paper copies. We still have printers. The world is not 100% digital, and I don't know if it ever really will be, but If we aren't training kids how to stay organized, I think we're missing an important life skill. So print something. Ask your kids to stay organized, to put it in their locker, to put it in their cubby, to put it in their folder, to put it in their book bag. Help kids build those social and emotional learning skills, those daily important life skills. And we're solving multiple problems by saying we're not going to do everything digitally or on Google Classroom print one assignment okay so once you have that printed at least one assignment per week and you said this is going to be the assignment that I'm going to do a paper collection race for it's set in stone I do this every single Wednesday for my quack assignment they're my like bell ringer questions kids get them on Monday I sprint around the room on Wednesdays for these now I do this One, for organizational and motivational purposes, but I also do this because it's different. This is fun. This creates whimsy. It is not every day, literally and figuratively, that kids see their teachers having fun and being a little goofy, especially when it comes to wearing tennis shoes and like flying through the rows of your students. And they are literally cheering you on. That's a great feeling for everyone in the room. That is a classroom camaraderie booster for sure. Another reason I do this is for informal data purposes. I love to time my running and keep track of that week to week. It's really fun to be like, oh man, last week I collected those in 14 seconds. And this week I collected it in 12. What? It's also that informal data that drives the students. Because am I keeping track of my seconds? Yes. But the kids are also getting seconds applied to them. They're not running. They're not sprinting. But I'm doing everything humanly possible that I can do to run as fast as possible. But they also have some ownership of the time. And we're going to get into how the kids control the time on their end in the next part of this episode. If you are loving this concept and are truly envisioning yourself sprinting around the room or thinking about kids clapping or just crossing your fingers hoping that students are going to start trying harder on your assignments or getting assignments turned in quicker with more effort and more often, if you are looking for game-changing ideas like this one to change everything in a good way about what is happening right now in education, then I have a perfect opportunity for you. The Game Changers course is getting launched again on February 1st. Historically, this virtual PD course is the most attended in the history of all four of my virtual courses. 
The reason why? Because teachers like us want to boost motivation. We want to boost student engagement. We want to increase how often kids are participating. We want those fun, engaging ideas that keep it fun and fresh for us as well. And that's exactly what the Game Changers course is. February 1st is the start date and registration is open right now. It is at a fun, affordable price and this is virtual PD, so it's also super flexible. You can earn up to 15 hours worth of PD credits by participating in the Game Changers course. And you can check out monicagenta.com slash courses to learn more. I promise this is something that is going to make your 2023 the game-changing kind of year that all of us as teachers deserve. Check out a direct link for the course in the show notes or check out monicagenta.com slash courses. So I mentioned that I like to keep this concept connected to data. And I'm sure you've heard me say this before, and I'm going to continue to say it, that data don't mean shit if we're not doing anything with it. So let's talk about this data that I'm doing stuff with. The only piece of data that we have control over is how fast you run. And I want you to know if you're like, Monica, there's no way in heck that I can do this quickly. Doesn't matter. If it takes you 42 seconds to collect the papers, the kids are still going to be clapping. If it takes you 57 seconds because you drop all of the papers on the floor, that is going to create some fun, dramatic effect in your classroom. This really is not about your time. It's about the collective total time. Because the students can unfortunately add seconds to your time. How does that happen? Well, I told you at the beginning, this is going to cause you to de-stress your teacher life and cause your kids to get more organized. Because for every single kid who turns in their assignment and they don't have their name on it, that is going to add one penalty second to your teacher time. If Joe does not put his name on it, That's plus one second added to your time. If Alyssa does not put her name on it, that is plus one second. I'm going to tell you, when you get ready to sprint around the room, every single kid in the class is going to announce, you guys, make sure your name's on it. Make sure your name's on it. And so guess what? You're not going to have to go hunt down the kid who didn't put their name on it because now they're incentivized and they're motivated and the kids are like, come on, come on, you guys, you guys, you guys, put your name on it. Awesome. That's called self-management, and we love self-management as teachers. Now, that's one penalty second per kid. But I up the ante as we go through this because students can also add three penalty seconds per person for papers that are turned in incomplete. Let's say that you had four questions on the paper And the kid didn't do all four of them. If we want to make sure that kids are completing the entire assignments and they're putting forth effort, when we assign three penalty seconds per kid, guess what? They're going to show their work. They're going to write the complete sentence. They're going to put more effort into it because they don't want to tack on three extra seconds to your teacher time. And if you've got four kids in the class who aren't completing their work, They did some of it, but they didn't compete at all. Well, shoot, dang. That's over 10 seconds worth of time that could have been avoided. 
Here's a big penalty. What about the kids who are constantly losing their papers? The kids who are never turning anything in? The kids who are just massively disorganized and it's like, what the heck? That is five penalty seconds per missing paper. If I'm flying around the room and I pass your desk and you don't hand anything to me, that is five second penalty per student. And let me tell you, those seconds add up fast. Do you know what's awesome about this though? Is I don't really have to be in charge of this. Because my students know that this is happening once per week on a Wednesday. My students do a great job of reminding each other, hey, come prepared to class. Hey, where's your quack paper? Hey, do you need to go to your locker before the start of the class period so you can go get that? They are managing each other. Why? Because they want to have the smallest, shortest time possible. Because first hour is competing against second hour and third hour and fourth hour. All of your class periods are are competing. Now, if you teach elementary, you're like, well, I have the same kids all day. Maybe your third graders are competing against their best time that they had two weeks ago. Maybe as a third grade teacher, the first time that you ever did this, you sprinted around the room and you got a total time of 22 seconds. But then one kid forgot to put their name on it, so it was 23 seconds. And then two kids had incomplete work, so then you added six seconds to that. And then one kid turned in nothing, so you added five seconds to that. I'm going to be honest, I, I did not keep track of the math on that. I lost track of that, so let's just say that was 40 seconds for your class. Well, the goal is that every single week you are getting a better time than your original. Right now in my classroom, I have a section of my board that is not erased. And it says 11 seconds. Do you know how we got 11 seconds? Because I sprinted around the room and got every single paper in 11 seconds. And there were no penalties for names. There were no penalties for incomplete. And there were no penalties for completely missing assignments. 11 seconds? That's going to be hard to beat. But you better believe that every single Wednesday, I am trying to shave time. I am trying to collect all those paper in 10 seconds. And you know what's actually naturally happened? You know what's naturally unfolded? is on If you walk into my classroom on a Wednesday, my floors are immaculate. The students... Chromebooks are perfectly lined up under their desks. There's not random pencils all over the place. There's not random papers all over the place because they are super neat as a pin on Wednesdays because they know if I'm sprinting around the room and I trip over a pencil or I slide across on a random scratch piece of paper, it's going to not cause me to be able to run as quickly. The amount of management that kids are creating in this ridiculous competition, this paper collection race competition, is insane. I'm not kidding. There are days that I commute to work on a Wednesday and I think, yes, paper collection race. There are days when I commute home from work and I think, well, there was not a lot of awesome that happened today. But there was the paper collection race. And that was awesome. That was my awesome of the day. Because I nailed it. There are so many cool engagement, motivation, organization, self-management, SEL, classroom camaraderie things. All built into us saying once a week, I'm going to sprint around the room. 
and I'm going to collect papers. And even if you're an all digital school, because I want to be real clear, we are nearly all digital. I use Google Classroom. I use online resources that do not have paper. But once a week, I absolutely am intentionally printing something so that I can sprint around the room to collect these papers. I would put this as one of my top five biggest game-changing strategies for student motivation and student engagement of my entire career. I'm not kidding. And if you are kind of turned off by this and you're like, this doesn't match my personality, this doesn't match my teaching style, this doesn't match my ability. Like if you don't see yourself being the person that sprints around the room, let me ask you a challenging question. Could this be a shared leadership thing? Could this be an incentive for kids? Each week, could you incentivize this where one student could sprint around the room? You would have clear and consistent expectations on how kids would do this. But what a cool opportunity if it doesn't match your style to say, I would let a student do this. Because it's not about the person doing it. It's about the purpose behind it. And the purpose behind it is to get kids turning things in. It is to boost the positivity in your classroom. It is to make sure that kids have their name on papers to help us as teachers be more organized. And speaking of organization, it's to help kids make sure that they're coming prepared to class and doing the work, the hard work, the perseverance kind of work that they need in their real world. I hope that you have loved this episode. If you've got specific questions about what this looks like, sounds like, or feels like in the context of my classroom or your classroom, please do not hesitate. In fact, I want to challenge you. If you are like, I need a visual of this. If you shoot me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook, or if you send me an email and say, hey, I listened to this, I will send you a video of me sprinting around the room. I have a video of this. I'll share it with you. If you connect with me, I'll send you that link so you can have a true visual reminder of how you could set this up. I also want to give you a reminder that I would love to have you in the Game Changers course. I am telling you, if you like this idea, the whole course is filled with literally hundreds of ideas from me and awesome fellow teachers like you during the month of February. Starts on February 1st. It's fun. It's flexible. It's affordable. What is not to enjoy about that? You can go to monicagenta.com slash courses to get signed up and to learn more. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. We are doing another game-changing strategy next week. So until then, thank you for listening and thank you for living this teacher life.